It's so difficult to really change. Difficult? <laughs> why, why, look here. Changing from bad to good's as easy as taking your first step. Put one foot in front of the other. And soon you'll be walking across the floor. Put one foot in front of the other. And soon you'll be walking out the door. You never will Hi, welcome to Four Feet Running with Nick and Dan, episode 24. Hi, I'm Nick. I'm Dan. And we are not in Salisbury, Massachusetts today. And we're not running at all. Is that because you chickened out? You didn't want to do the race? The no, my appendix class? did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <It was there>. <laughs> <laughs> my appendix didn't want to go in the frigid water or run a 5K or do anything but want to come out of my body. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we were um, going to go do the Hangover Classic in Salisbury, Massachusetts on the 1st of January, but a couple of days before that, you had to go to the hospital because you had to have your appendix taken out. Yeah. Yay. What a fun New Year's it's been. Yeah. Well, actually, I've been sick since um, since Christmas, and I finally went to the hospital. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you went twice. You went twice. Mm-hmm. The first time they said, I don't know what's wrong with you. Here's some pain medication. Go home. Go home. Without a CAT scan. Yeah. Even though I said, but my stomach hurts a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and they said, oh, it's, uh, I don't know. Everything's good. Yeah. You're fine. <laughs> are you pregnant? <laughs> yeah. Are you pregnant? Do you smoke? Yeah. Um, have you eaten bad shellfish? Yeah. No, no, no. Um, you probably just have a, what we in the medical profession like to call a tummy ache. Yeah. <laughs> So, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. So, they did that, and then I was sick the next day. Mm-hmm. I wasn't nauseous because I took their nausea, anti-nausea medicine that yeah. they gave me, mm-hmm. but I was in a lot of pain all day. Yeah. And then I finally said, I think I might have to go to the hospital. <laughs> yeah. Because you were having really bad shivers, and uh, you spiked the fever of 102, which mm. the thermometer at home read as 98. <laughs> yeah, but I knew something was wrong when I couldn't stop shivering. So I said, uh, I think I need to go to the hospital. Yeah. And whenever I have to say that, you know, something's really bad because I don't ask for, <laughs> for anything. <laughs> and then we went to the emergency room. And um, I threw up on the counter. It's the little note here. If you want to get into the emergency room fast, throw up on their counter. Yeah. It gets you right in the door. Yeah. Or if you don't have to throw up, obtain a small bag of vomit, secret it up your sleeve, <laughs> and then dump it on the counter and pretend like you threw up. Because, man, the service is great. I got a wheelchair in yeah. a bed. Yeah, they, uh, there was no waiting. <laughs> there was absolutely none. <laughs> Once they saw the vomit on the counter, they said, we should probably bring you back. <laughs> so. <laughs> if you listen to one of the earlier episodes when you had the mystery disease, which we yeah. think was probably this, yeah. mystery solved, <laughs> um, we waited in the waiting room of the emergency room for four hours. After I had been vomiting for 12. Yeah. And I was not well and very dehydrated. Yeah, because you didn't vomit on the counter then, but knowing now, you know, knowing what you do now, if we had been back then, you would have made more of an effort to uh, yeah, barf all over the nurses. Well, if I had more fluid <laughs> at that time, I probably could have. Yeah. 
Yeah, but we're thinking probably now what you had back then was might have been like your appendix. Yeah, flaming up a bit. Yeah, because it hadn't burst or anything. No, it still wasn't in that bad a shape. It was just very inflamed and had to come out. (laughs) But they took care of me, and the the, the ER doctor that was on that night said, Oh, they didn't give you a CAT scan that night? (laughs) Yesterday? Um... (laughs) Okay, this is obviously an appendix <laughs> problem, you know, appendicitis. Well, we scheduled you for an appendectomy even before they got yeah. the results of the CAT scan because yeah. he was pretty certain. Yeah. So now I know to be loud about getting CAT scans, which, you know, degree in art. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know something? about these things. And I've never been in the hospital before, so I don't really know what to ask for. Like, they always say, you know, ask questions and ask to do, have them do this stuff. I'm like, I'm writhing in pain, throwing up on everything. I don't know anything about medicine. How am I supposed to ask these things and ask for procedures I don't know about? Maybe if they stopped asking me if I was pregnant, they mm. could have just said it was appendicitis. Yeah. <laughs> if they thought anything other than like you being pregnant, a smoker, or having eaten bad shellfish, I know. they would have seen the No, but the they asked me if I was tree. pregnant. Ten times more. Yeah. Because they asked when you weren't there, they kept asking me if I was pregnant. Yeah. I think they just really wanted to give somebody good news. Yeah, I know. They were all like, "All right, well, it, this would be just like the movies. If only you were pregnant, because then you could come in and they can say, you know, well, it seems serious, ma'am, but in fact you're pregnant, and then except you'll start it, beaming and. Except that it wasn't painful near where you know. The uterus. The uteruses. It was painful where well, well, it starts up. Apparently, this is something new. I didn't know when you have appendicitis, it, it hurts up high, <laughs> above your belly button, and then it drops to where your appendix is. Yeah, lower right side. Yeah, which is nowhere near where your uterus is. No. They got it out eventually. I was last on the list, though, of operations for the day. They said, oh, it's got to come out in this morning. Yeah. Um, at 6 o'clock at night, yeah. <laughs> it finally came out. Yeah, we went, to give you a little history, we went, when was it, it was Saturday? Sun- it Saturday was over sun- to Sunday, yeah. Yeah, it was like midnight we went in. Yeah. So uh, that whole early morning, you would undergo on like a battery of tests, yeah. and they made you drink stuff to make you yeah, so you the know, cat scan could see my yeah, innards exactly. <laughs> and then they put you on fluids, and they kept giving you um, pain medication yeah. and antibiotics and stuff like that. And they kept saying, "Man, that that thing's got to come out this morning, this morning, this morning." Yeah. And come the morning, I uh, say, so, "Yeah, when the doctor comes in, he'll uh, he'll uh, you know take it out for you and everything." Guy waltzes in sometime around, I think it was eight thirty, nine, yeah. or something like that, after he'd had a nice warm cuppa and a donut. Yeah. Plus his name sounds like Dildo. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say it. I don't know how to say it. Yeah. But. Dr. Dildo. <laughs> and he was a tool, actually. He was a good surgeon. He did all right by you, but... He wasn't exactly warm in the no. in the friendly department. Dildo. <laughs> Seriously, 
that's what I thought when they first told me. Oh, Doctor Blah 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 Dildo is, yeah. is uh, doing your surgery. I'm like, why is a dildo doing my surgery? I don't need that right now. <laughs> I'd like to have the appendix out, please, first. <laughs> Doctor Herman Dildo. Yeah, so he sort of made a little list, prioritized it, and put you at the back. Yeah. Well, I can understand other people yeah. have to come first. <laughs> hips and whatnot. Okay. So even though they said that morning, um, around 3.15 in the afternoon, you uh, you finally went in for surgery. That's when they finally took you out of the room. And then when yeah. you went in for surgery, it was like 45 minutes later. Yeah, said. at least, yeah. And like they were like, does the anesthesiologist ever come to talk to you? <laughs> Well, they said no. this with the, with the scalpel poised <laughs> know, above your stomach. <laughs> and, like, and all I could hear is, where's your chart? I'm like, why would I know where that is? <laughs> and all that nobody could find my chart. I'm like, I'm going to hack off something I need. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and all I can do is lie here. <laughs> so it was interesting. And then the doctor, when I saw him before surgery, all he did was tell me about his schedule. About how about his rounds and how he was a nice guy for doing rounds for his other for some other surgeon and I'm like I don't care just take my appendix out. <laughs> uh, I mean you know nobody likes to work on New Year's Eve or the day before New Year's yeah. Eve, but deal with it. If we're gonna wait until the next business day, I think I might die. Thanks. I <laughs> So anyway, somewhere in there, they took your appendix out. Yeah, and, uh, and that we were, went okay. Everything yeah. was okay, though. Yeah, we were both really tired and everything because yeah. you, you know, you had been in pain for days, and yeah. I've been up for I, I counted it was thirty eight hours. Yeah, you poor thing. Without You're sleep, just, you know, you were a true first stand with me and everything. <laughs> and luckily, the hospital is right up the street from us, so yeah. I was able to come home periodically and. Uh, eat and take the dogs out and yeah. stuff. And your mom's been a real big help, too. Yeah, my mom had just gone through an appendectomy just a couple of months ago, actually. We talk, oh, about, talk it. about it on the podcast. Yeah, we talk about it a few episodes ago. So she knew everything that was going to happen to you. And she knew of this doctor, Dr. Dildo. Yeah. Um, she didn't call him that. Oddly, no. but, uh, and then you had a couple of days recovery in the hospital. Yeah, which I had a fever. Well, he wanted me out. <laughs> Yeah. I, and the nurses are like, but she has a hundred and two point eight fever. Yeah. I think maybe she, you think maybe she should stay. He's like, oh, I guess so. <laughs> like it was less than twenty four hours and like the surgery. Yeah. And it's like twelve hours later, he's like ready to kick me out. <laughs> Not that I wanted to be there, but yeah. when you have a really high fever and you know, you're still getting antibiotics and all that other yeah. fluid stuff and I have still in a lot of pain and you can me take pills that you hear about on the news yeah. celebrities take <laughs> the ones that Rush Limbaugh take yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there were plenty of beds it wasn't like I was inconvenient I don't know what they were complaining about I don't know, they just wanted me out of there <laughs> 
<laughs> I stand the sight of you anymore. I know. <laughs> I mean, if they had let me home when they he wanted me to go home with my 102.8 temp, mm-hmm. um, I, if I had come back that night, it would have been on New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. And that would have been horrible because the ER is not good on New Year's Eve. No. It's gonna, and I don't know if I had it in me to throw up on their desk another time. Yeah. <laughs> That's when I would have put a little bit of soup in a, in a baggie. Yeah. <laughs> and had you hide it up your sleeve. And then... But at least they, they released me the next day. Even though my temperature was still fluctuating, they still released me with the temperature. They've given you lots of fluids and stuff. Yeah. I'm eating finally, so. Mm-hmm. If, yeah. You hadn't eaten in, like, three, four days or yeah. something. Yeah. So now I'm just recovering and resting. Because I can't get up for too long. And I'm not allowed to run for, like, a couple of weeks. So two weeks. Two weeks. So you said it'd be okay. Or I th- he might he have said, said a, one I, week. I can start lightly. Yeah, like if I light feel running okay. around a week. And like, then two hmm. weeks. I can probably definitely two weeks. I yeah, definitely. Really start trying to run again, but yeah. I can't lift anything for um, four to five weeks. Yeah, it'll be like at least a month before you can lift heavy yeah. objects. No weight training at all. Yeah. And no activities dealing with uh, the abdomen. Damn. No sit ups or crunches. I think. Yeah, I, it's not like I want to do those. <laughs> So I'm not so allowed to even do light housework. Nope. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm doing all the light housework. Yeah. I had taken a couple of days off work. I haven't been actually in this week for work mm-hmm. at all. Uh, Frankly, I don't care. <laughs> you know, it's it's just a job. I mean, yeah. you're my wife, and if you're sick and you can't do housework, <laughs> and you can't take care of the dogs and stuff yourself, mm-hmm then I'm not going to force you to do that stuff yourself. The office will go on without me, frankly, and rather, you know, you're, you're more important. Uh, I'm feeling better now, so you can probably, yeah. I'm sorry, you can probably go back to work. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, they listened, I'm sure, right? <laughs> I want anybody at work, if you see, you hear this, and then you see me when I come back to work, I'm going to say the word dandelion. <laughs> you just come up to me, and you say the word dandelion, and I will give you... $10 cash money in hand. <laughs> that will prove that no one at work listens to this podcast. <laughs> okay. I'll report my findings later. All right. <laughs> if I have $10, if not, then I'll get you the next day. Yeah. Well, if you're not getting paid for a day, I might have $10. <laughs> I might just give you a hearty handshake if too many people come up. <laughs> talk to anybody since Christmas so hopefully everybody's Christmases went well yeah I mean if you celebrate Christmas I hope uh, or you know, yeah holidays and all yeah, that yeah, and, stuff. and the New Year's I hope everyone had a good New Year better than our New Year I was stayed in the uh, the room past visiting hours mm-hmm. and um, we had to get snuck back in yeah I had to convince them to let me back in <laughs> because we don't have the same last name because you kept your last name after we got married every time something like this happens I have to convince them that like I'm actually your husband well they kept asking me oh so your boyfriend's really nice yeah 
The boyfriend would have conked out much earlier, <laughs> yeah. I think. So I uh, stayed there after hours, after visiting hours, and we hung out and uh, we watched a little bit of the Twilight Zone marathon yeah. on cable. Yeah, it was good. At least we got cable. Yeah, it was sort of like being in a hotel that way, because again, we don't have cable at home. <laughs> so I kept waiting. I kept asking you to like hang around just a little bit longer so I can watch <laughs> no. some uh, some more shows. Yeah, I, I kind of got sick of TV. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we watched some of the Twilight Zone marathon, and then um, you went to sleep for a while, you know, just fine. I was out. Yeah, you were you were sleeping. I slept for a little bit, and then I woke up just before midnight, and they were playing the Twilight Zone episode with Burgess Meredith, where he gets caught in the bank vault during the oh, nuclear yeah. bomb That's explosion. The best one. Oh, yeah, it's the best episode ever. <laughs> And he, uh, and he wears those thick glasses, and he's tired of his nagging wife and boss and stuff. And he's the only survivor of the nuclear holocaust. And then, Always tired of the nagging wife. I know. <laughs> <laughs> what does that say? <laughs> I don't know. Good thing you're just my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then in the end, he, uh, he gets time to read all of the books that he loves to read and everything. But then he... Uh, I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> I'm sure everybody has seen it. Yeah. Then he breaks his glasses in the end. And then <laughs> it's existential horror. Yeah, it's great. And then after that, there was the episode with um, Charles Bronson and Elizabeth Montgomery. Yeah, I still don't know what happens in that one, except that she doesn't talk. <laughs> yeah, she's just mute. They're both like survivors of this... Um, they're Another both, Holocaust. Yeah, basically. <laughs> they were really big into like the surviving some sort of like atrocity. Um, on that show, but mm-hmm. yeah, well, they were both that bomb and everything. Yeah, <laughs> but they were both soldiers, and um, he could talk, and she was silent, presumably because she spoke a different language. I guess <laughs> that's, what I'm, that's what I'm assuming. And then in the end, they fall in love. Oh, <laughs> it's really not much to that episode. They just sort of wander around. He shaves. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I remember the shaving. Yeah, he stops in a barber shop and like shaves himself, and she puts on like a dress or something that she saw in the store. And they scavenge for food. <laughs> Exciting. And then they fall in love at the end. Uh, he likes that because then she won't be able to nag him because yeah, she can't yeah. speak. That's probably what it is. She probably makes the perfect wife of the 50s or the 60s, yeah. you know, because uh, she doesn't. she's quiet and does whatever she, he says. Yeah. Screw yeah, that. I don't like that episode anymore, I guess. Screw you. I'm nagging the crap out of you. <laughs> that's my New Year's resolution. Okay. Taking a look at your um, to get back to like running. Because we're not running, we can talk about it. <laughs> yeah, you were looking at your um, Buckeye Outdoors yeah. stuff, and you found something interesting. Yeah, I did that. Um, they have reports for the whole year, and I ran one thousand and thirteen miles. Very nice. Which I thought was pretty good. So I guess I made that um, tink off one thousand. There you go. <laughs> I didn't know where I would be with it, so 1,013.1 miles. There you go, very nice. Uh, yay! Yeah. Well, I did run 
six miles before I went to the hospital. Yeah, when you were first time, <laughs> when you were still in pain and agony, you still ran like six miles. Yeah, that's why it's hard to get me to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> I did a lot of walking. Yeah, I walked 168 hours, 57 minutes, and 57 seconds wow. this year. Very it's 333 nice. walks. So this dog should be happy. Yeah. <laughs> Don't give me any crap about that. I mean, if you went 333 walks, like an average, almost an average of almost one a day. Yeah. You know, so, you know, they missed a couple of days here and there. Yeah. But, you know, not bad. That's like. Considering I was vomity this year. Yeah. <laughs> missed less than, I mean, what is it, 360, you know, less than one a week. Yeah. I had 202 runs. Wow. 202 runs. Your average time was just under an hour. Your total time, you ran 186 hours, 35 minutes and 3 seconds. Mm -hmm. My average pace was a 10.54 mile. And you did, how many races did you do this year? You did, um, you did Philadelphia, the Louis run, the 5K yeah. in New Bedford. Well, the Catholic Memorial Harvest 5K, the Fairhaven 10K. And I did the Christopher 5K run, mm -hmm. way back. And, uh, yeah, it was before the podcast. Yeah. And the New Bedford half. And that was it. Almost every seven one of those races. I've thrown up beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> you had seven races and you've been sick in, before almost all of them. five of them, them yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah. Well, now that you got the goddamn appendix out, maybe like it'll be better. Yeah. You know, <laughs> now that won't be bothering you. Yeah. But, you know, I hope to still run my three marathons this year. Mm hmm And, uh, unfortunately I missed the first 5K. Yeah. And I paid for it, which just drives me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I still plan on doing the half marathons, and I have the half at the Hamptons in about five weeks and three days. Mm-hmm. So hopefully I'll be ready. I'll probably be a little slow going because it'll probably take me a while to get back into running, I'm sure. But I think it'll be a good year for running. My New Year's resolution. I like New Year's resolutions. I mm -hmm. kind of do. I mean, I don't know. I think there's like a nice thing about clean slates. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, every day can be one. But there's something nice about just having that first of the year. Even though it, it, you shouldn't wait. <laughs> but yeah. there's something nice about like looking back at your year. See where you were, see where you can go. So hopefully, I'm I'm just gonna be healthy this year. That's that's my big thing. My big goal is just to yeah. be healthy. And if I'm in pain, go to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and some personal goals too. Just mm -hmm. you know, trying to deal with stress, <laughs> crazy family stuff, not letting them get me stressed out. Yeah. <laughs> so that'll be that'll be a big. That's a big goal for me. Yeah. At least my family. Your family's okay, <laughs> but my family's a little. Uh, <laughs> Tense. <laughs> it's the holidays. And appendicitis and yeah. yeah. Well it would have been nice if they visited me in the hospital. That would have been good. But you know, it's it, that's their problem. Mm -hmm. It's me that I have to not get stressed out about it. Yeah. So I'm okay. Besides I'm gonna get adopted by your mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, my mom uh my mom likes you a lot, so <laughs> you're very lucky that you don't have, you know, a bad mother-in-law. So, mm. You know, the, no, it's very much the opposite. So, yeah. and I didn't have a bad mother-in-law no. either, too. I like my mother-in-law. No, she was nice. Yeah, she's just gone. You know, but my mom's still there for mm. you. She made you kale soup. I know. Well, your dad made the kale soup. Oh, he did. Yeah. Okay, so I take that back. My dad made the kale soup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she brought all kinds of things. 
Like anything you could possibly want in a hospital. <laughs> she brought some uh, Lindor chocolates. Yeah, and treats, fruit food, and, and stuff. fruit, and flowers, and magazines, and all just conversation. Yeah. Which is good. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> she listens. Yeah. yeah, she does. Now that she has her new iPod for Christmas. Yeah, I bought her an iPod <laughs> Nano for Christmas, so she's probably listening to it right now. <laughs> year uh let's see well i had 27 runs uh, my average run length was 33 minutes and 41 seconds which sounds about right mm. and my total time 14 hours two minutes and 24 seconds uh average mile pace was 1441 mm, that's about yeah. it sounds about right yeah because you know you started slower and then you started getting faster so now your your pace is about 1350 now yeah an average yeah definitely because so. i've been getting a lot faster i mean sometimes on like the harder days i yeah. still go down to like the 15 yeah range, well but. we all have those days believe yeah. me um average distance was 2.3 miles Sounds about That's right. That's about right, yeah. Because a lot of the training I've been doing for, like, the 5Ks mm -hmm. have been, like, about two and a half, two yeah. miles and stuff. So. Just the fact that you have running in there mm -hmm. is, like, yeah. excellent, you know? Because you didn't know you were going to be a runner this year. No, or this, I didn't. In 2007, I should say. No, I mean, didn't we didn't. come in with that goal. I didn't really set out to, like, be a runner mm -hmm. as much, like, you know, in the beginning of the year. We yeah. only sort of figured that out when we went on vacation in yeah. May and or June. developed the podcast. <laughs> That's when we came up with the idea to do this, and then, then it all went in motion. Yes, and so did you. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. The total distance I have run is 62.3 miles. Mm. You forget to lock things. Yeah, like for instance, this says I've only walked 28 times. I know, since that's I've more been, than that. Since I've had Buckeye, since I've, I've done Buckeye. I don't even think you put in yesterday's or the day before. No, I didn't. I'm really bad about putting stuff in my Buckeye yeah. uh, thing. And this is really, I only got this in October. I so. know you've walked more than that. Yeah. I'm just because I'm A, lazy, <laughs> and B, forgetful. Yeah. <laughs> Usually I remind you of it because no. I'm real anal yeah. retentive about it. I yeah. love to log things. <laughs> Yeah, well, it helps you because then you get to, again, go at the end of the year and then see yeah. all the stuff that you've done and then have an accurate representation of what you've yeah. done. Whereas it's, me, it's just sort of a more general... Yeah. You know. I don't know. I mean, I guess it, it sort of puts me in perspective of what I... Because sometimes, you know, I, I feel like I've been lazy or something or I haven't done enough. But then you look and you go, wow, I ran like 202 times. It's mm. pretty good, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, when you see yeah, that, like... I'm pretty happy about that. Yeah. I mean, when you see that you've done 333 walks, and you're like, oh, well, crap, that's almost every day. Yeah. You know, I've gone for, like, a decent-sized walk. Yeah. Maybe my New Year's resolution should be, I will be better about logging stuff in my Buckeye Outdoors. 
And I should also start um, logging, like, my food and stuff. Yeah. Because that will help me lose some weight. I mean, you don't want to get neurotic about it or anything, mm. but I don't think it will, you know what I mean? Sometimes it actually makes you feel better because you think you've done, say, you, you think you've had a bad day of eating mm-hmm. and you think you're out of control, but then you look back and you're like, well, geez, I eat a lot of vegetables and I didn't mm. eat a lot of, you know, all I did was eat, like, a couple pieces of candy. Yeah. Why am I beating myself up for this? And then I can probably look and see, like, well, I had three tablespoons of olive oil yeah. and say a teaspoon would have sufficed. <laughs> yeah. And or then I, I put, can, like, way too much sugar in my coffee kind of thing, yeah. you know. And then I can say, well, I can probably take that down from three teaspoons <laughs> yeah. to maybe just one. Yeah. And, uh... I find it as, like, a release so you don't have to obsess about these things. Like, mm-hmm. I just write it down and I forget about it. I write it down... I look back at it and go, okay, I did okay, or okay, I need to tweak something. I've been too busy playing Guitar Hero to log anything, though. That's true. (laughs) I got you Guitar Hero and you got me Sims Pets. Yeah. (laughs) So... That's been eating in the recovery process for me. Yeah, you've been playing uh, The Sims 2 Pets on the laptop, which is, you're making, you're making like, (laughs) carbon copies of our actual pets. Yeah, I'm playing with those instead of our real pets. Yeah. (laughs) Because they're being a pain. (laughs) And and I've been playing on my fake guitar instead of playing my real guitar. Let's go through some feedback and some housekeeping stuff, and then we'll get out of here so you can go back to sleep and yeah, relax. And I'm stuff. getting a little tired now. We got a bunch of emails, and uh, we have an update on a friend of ours. But first, the email. Um, this is from John from dietsnakeoil.blogspot.com. We mentioned him last week or a couple weeks ago. Uh, he writes, Hey, Nick and Dan, I know this is going to sound like hyperbole, but you guys just contributed to the journey that will save my life. I'm not exactly sure why it had such a profound effect on me, but the link to my blog and your recent show notes really surprised me. This morning I was bemoaning the 10-day bender I've been on due to Christmas cookies and contemplating deleting my blog, but before I got a chance to give up on the whole weight loss thing again, I saw your post. I'm inspired again thanks to you guys, and the healthy eating starts now. No reason to wait until the first to resolve. I'm motivated now. Signed, John. So thank you very, very much. And good luck, John. Yeah, definitely. You'll, you'll do good. You'll do okay. Yeah. Keep with it. Good it's blog. not hopeless, <laughs> you know, even though it might feel like it sometimes. It'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. I checked his blog, and I think he's going to do, I think the last thing I read was um, he's going to try doing like a low-carb. Oh, thing, yeah. So. I'm not a big Atkins person, but yeah. I like to think of lower-carb yeah. <laughs> rather than low-carb. Or, like, or no carbs. Yeah, no, no carbs. Because, well, you know, a lot of us eat too much, like, sugary foods or... Yeah, sugar. I personally eat way too much bread than I should probably eat. So lower would be <laughs> getting a couple of slices out of my diet, you know? Yeah, I eat too much bread and too much pasta. If I cut a lot of that out, mm-hmm. you know, then I'd, it would just drop off me because that's basically all I eat is just bread and pasta yeah. and cheese. See, like, you, it, a lower... <laughs> Yeah. Or not a low carb diet, but a lower carb diet. I know it's very slight. Yeah. But I think it, it's it's important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that yeah. um 
you know, it's not really about cutting out stuff, something so much. It's just reducing a bit of something that you didn't need extra. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, definitely keep that up and keep your keep your blog because I think it definitely helps to have some sort of record to help you along. I mean, that's one reason why I've been running is because of the podcast and keep mm-hmm. us and you know keep in touch. And yeah, stuff. keep us informed on how you're doing. Mm-hmm. That helps too, you know. And we're always curious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm nosy. <laughs> We also got a comment from uh, Gab the Trucker. She writes, Hi, thanks for your very nice comments about my blog and your latest podcast. You two are awesome. I usually end up laughing out loud during most episodes and getting some very strange looks from the people (laughs) passing me. Evidently, it makes people nervous when the driver of the big truck they went by is laughing hysterically. I don't know why. Yeah. Thanks again for the mention. Please keep the episodes coming. Gabrielle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's a nice blog. We got another uh, comment from Susan. She writes, great sweaters. On the puppies. On the puppies. <laughs> yep. We had pictures up of them with their great sweaters. Yeah. <laughs> they are very cute. Yeah, definitely. Um, we got one from uh, Adam Tinkoff, too. The Zen Runner. Yeah. Oh, the, the for- former Zen Runner. Former Zen Runner. So he writes, uh, thanks, kids. Thanks for creating my favorite podcast. Aw. You two are so awesome, and every time I find a new episode on my iPod, it's just like Christmas morning, <laughs> and that's saying something coming from a Buddhist Jew. Oi, <laughs> Gavalt, namaste. That's so funny. <laughs> I'm making my stitches hurt. <laughs> oh. oh, he's a cutie. He, as we said, he was a former Zen runner. You can still find the podcast on the on iTunes under the Zen Runner. Yeah. Uh, look that up. And he's also got now another runner. It's a new show he's putting together with a new format. But don't take my word for it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to him describe it himself. Take it away, Adam. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> hey, Nick and Dan, this is Adam Tinkoff, and I am just another runner. And I just wanted to let you know when I'm not running away from the paparazzi or the hungry writers who aren't working because they're busy striking and keeping me from my next episode of Heroes, the show I love so much. I'm filling my time listening to your wonderful, amazing, fantastic, my new favorite podcast, Four Feet Running. And that's what you're listening to. And you know what? I'm sure you agree with me, whoever's listening, because you downloaded it and you're checking it out and you're just loving these guys because they're just amazing. I mean, you know, they just keep on going and sharing with us. And it's just such a wonderful family moment, isn't it now? Isn't it? (laughs) Actually... I don't know what I'm talking about, but I do love you guys, and uh, keep them coming, and uh, we'll keep downloading them, you know, and we'll keep putting them uh, on our assorted various MP3 players and voting for you and just keeping you up there because you're amazing. Yes, you are. So uh, go out there, leave a great comment on iTunes for these two, and, you know, and maybe we'll see them in a race someday, okay? So tell me, darling, when are the kids coming? <laughs> no, you can, you can keep that to yourself, but uh, check them out. It's great. Bye. And you can go to anotherrunner.blogspot.com. That's his new podcast with uh, sort of a slightly different format. Surprisingly, he already got a, a new podcast now. I know. Which, thanks, Adam, because like that really helped. I listened to it on my recovery day. So there you I had go. something to do. <laughs> already, you're changing lives. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah. I didn't think he was going to do something so quickly. No, I thought he'd probably, you know, take off some more time, but... Can't keep them down. No. <laughs>
<laughs> I'm so used to them. I can't, I like, you know, I can't wait for them to come into my little uh, iTunes box. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, yeah, go to another runner, download the podcast. It's great. He's got a little video on the website, too, and everything. So, yeah, I think he's going to throw in some more videos and stuff. Yeah, that'll be good. And we got a sixth iTunes review by. Adam again. Again. <laughs> that's the <laughs> second one. <laughs> I know that's the second one. I don't know. I think um, iTunes might start to ban him from writing reviews. I know. Or right. So, although, as long as you don't and you don't get you know in trouble or something, if you could just make up new usernames and just keep giving us reviews that are five stars. That's swell. <laughs> you're not cheating. You're not trying. I know. Um, he gives us a five star review. Anyway, it keeps getting better and better. I have to say that this show just keeps getting better and better. Nick and Dan generously share a slice of their lives that's more better than a big old honking piece of strawberry rhubarb pie. <laughs> Nick is a strawberry and Dan's a rhubarb. <laughs> better, eh? <laughs> <laughs> a little. Truly a great show, and thanks for sharing the running descriptions of Fall River and the Boston area. We all wish you a wonderful new year and hope for many more shows to come. Bravo. Aww. Again, wow, thanks. Yeah, thank you very, very much. And uh, once you do uh, get back on your feet and stuff and get ready to run mm. some more, we will be back out on the road. Hopefully yeah. sooner than later. I'm sick of being in the house. I'm sick of laying down. Yeah. We've already been through um, the box set of DVDs I gotcha. I know. I'm, I'm so sick of TV. Yeah. I can't tell you. I don't want to play video games anymore. Well, at least you don't have to check my pee like in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Although I do anyway, just for yeah. all of it. <laughs> oh, wait. There's one more thing. This will be really quick. We did the uh, the poll. Oh, yeah, the poll. Yeah, the poll that uh, from several episodes ago where we asked what the best superpower would be. The results are in. Yeah. The poll is closed. We got 20 votes. And number one best superpower is, in fact, teleportation. That is it. That's... So that was Jason, right? That was his idea, right? Yeah. Teleportation, definitely the best superpower. Because I agree, because it's pretty much just like flight, except better. Because <laughs> you, you just get to be there right away. Yeah, don't have to worry about sort of wind resistance and stuff like yeah. that. Um, in second place, tied for second, flight and invisibility. So that battle rages on. I know, it does. <laughs> tied for third is super strength, two votes. And being not, pathetic. Yeah, being a pathetic, powerless wimp. And in fourth place, also tied, is with one vote each, dominion over all beasts and spidey senses. Very unpopular powers. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised that somebody else said pathetic wimp. Yeah, because yeah. I was one of the people that voted for that, just to kick that <laughs> off. So I was surprised someone else did that, too. But, but I like that. I'm glad you uh, you admitted that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so much responsibility. You know, with great power comes great responsibility. And, uh, you know... You don't want it. Yeah, you don't want it. <laughs> not really. Uh. So if you want to check out the uh, the webpage, well, I'll see if I can come up with a new poll. If not, I'll I'll come up with something. For this week, I'll, it'll be on the webpage. That's fourfeetrunning.blogspot.com. If you want to send us email, uh, email fourfeetrunning at gmail.com. Number fourfeetrunning at gmail.com. Uh, we love to hear from you. Uh, you can leave comments on the webpage. 
You can check us out on iTunes, Podcast Alley, Dig, etc., etc., etc. We won't have a show next weekend, but we will the weekend after that. Mm-hmm. So look for us then. From Hopefully, us. be up and running then. Yeah, by then you should be off, you know, off the couch. And mm-hmm. Should this little bandages should be off and everything. Yeah, so. can't wait for that. Yeah. So from us. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. See you later. out of a deep sleep with one eye and I fling the cat across the room.